Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to the Morning Motivation. I'm Mike Slater. Thanks for being here. This week's theme is about jealousy and envy because I have it. (laughs) I don't want it. And I don't know, maybe you have it too. And you don't want it either. So let's get rid of it together. For me, it's the story from last week that The Daily Wire offered Stephen Crowder, $50 million. And I thought, what? $50 million? And I got jealous. And that's a bad feeling. And maybe you feel jealous about someone or something. And if you don't right now, that's awesome. But keep all this in your back pocket so that when it comes, you can crush it. So yesterday, we talked about hating envy. That's the first thing. You have to hate it. You have to absolutely hate it. Proverbs 14.30, a tranquil heart gives life to the flesh. That's what we want, a tranquil heart. But envy makes the bones rot. I don't want my bones rotting. The ten, I want, I want a tranquil heart. The Ten Commandments, pretty simple. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male or female servant or his ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. It's Exodus 20, 17. It's in the Ten Commandments. Like It's pretty simple. We could pretty much start and stop the week. Right there. God says, don't, don't covet. So knock it off. But where does the jealousy come from? It comes from not being satisfied with what God has given you, period. You're not satisfied. Why not? Hebrews 13, 5, keep your lives free from the love of money. Be content with what you have because God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. Goodness, I need to be grateful for what God has given me today. You know, the Lord's Prayer, it says, give us this day our bread. It's not what it says. It says, give us this day our daily bread. Interesting. The Greek word is epousios, and it means the bread of our necessity and the bread that suffices for each day. And it's often translated daily, but it's it's all I need for today. God Give me all I need for today. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day the bread of our necessity. All I need. God, just give me all I need. Exodus, when I'm lusting over $50 million, I'm not doing that. (laughs) Is that clear? Makes sense. I I don't need $50 million today. Exodus 16, the Israelites are whining again because they don't have any food and water. And that's one of my favorite scriptures. If only we had died by the Lord's hand in the land of Egypt. Oh, if only we were slaves again. Then I'm incredible. So God said he'll rain down bread from heaven, manna, right? And he told Moses, tell the people, gather just enough for that day. And God said, in this way, I will test whether or not they will follow my instructions. So Moses went and told everyone to take only as much as you can eat. Uh, here is Israel says, uh, then Moses said to them, no one may keep any of it until morning. So take what you can and eat it. Verse 20, 
Exodus 16, 20. But they did not listen to Moses. Some people left part of it until morning. They, need, they, needed to, they wanted to save some more until morning. And it became infested with maggots and began to smell. So Moses was angry with them. Why'd they save some? Because they didn't trust that God would bring more again tomorrow. They didn't trust that God would provide for them again. They, like manna comes down from heaven and they didn't think God would do it again, even though he said he would. God has provided nonstop through the plagues, parting of the Red Sea, the pillar of fire at night. How could God prove his constant provision any more than he's already done? And still they didn't trust him. They disobeyed him and they gathered more than they needed, turned into maggots, began to smell. Slater, trust God. He's given you your daily bread. The bread that suffices for each day, just what you need. And he'll do it again tomorrow. Just rely on him. It's okay. I've heard this expression before that when you sit on a chair, when you sit down, the chair perhaps you're sitting on right now, you rely on it completely. You don't have a backup plan. You don't hold on to a bar on the wall in case the chair breaks. You're not levitating above your chair in case maybe it breaks. You don't half of your weight on your chair in case it breaks. You can catch it. You just rely on it. (laughs) Totally. And we don't do that at all with God. We don't rely on God to provide as much as I'm relying on the chair I'm sitting in right now. Daily bread, daily bread, daily bread, bread that suffices for each day. Coming up tomorrow, a great overlooked scripture. He did not know where he was going.